Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Beauty School Dropout podcast, a skeptical and irreverent take on skincare, makeup, and the whole industry by two beauty outsiders. That's me, Sam. And me, Ali. We're bringing you fresh fortnightly content looking at the science behind the stuff you put on your face, beauty myths and gimmicks, and all the shit that goes down in a multi-billion dollar industry. If you're listening to us already, you've found us. Subscribe to get notified when our next episode drops. If you want to get even closer, you can follow us on Instagram at beautyschooldropoutpod. Join us for episode two of Beauty School Dropout, where we talk to beauty expert and YouTuber Lola Kate. Ali gets down to the science behind LED lighting and I launch a crippling investigation into foundation lips. We're pleased to announce that we've launched our very own Facebook group for Beauty School Dropout. Here you can ask any and all beauty questions you may have, offer your own high praise or source recommendations from the community. There's no question too weird, too silly or too small. We want to hear it all. Stay with us. Our first segment today is Time Warp. So we're taking a look back on past trends that have become a timestamp in beauty history. Sam, what are we looking back on today? First of all, welcome to my presentation. The year is 2002. (laughs) I'm 14 years old and taking my first steps in learning how to use makeup. I look around me for inspiration and what do I see? A sea of girls sporting panda eyes laid thick with eyeliner and gluggy drugstore makeup. Pretty trendy, I say, as I adopt this look as my own for the next 15 years. I noticed something else. Foundation lips. No. In the early 2000s, a generation of women, for reasons unknown, decided that lipstick was temporarily cancelled. Instead, women coated their lips thick in foundation. I look back respectfully on foundation lips because I cannot understand how something so unflattering was so successful. We unintentionally acknowledge its existence in throwback photos, but we never addressed the pale elephant in the room. What was this phenomenon of young women wanting to look washed out? Honestly, it was it was just a bad time. You know, those foundation lips are so flaky and just wildly unflattering. Pale and crispy lips are a trend I cannot seem to locate the exact origins of. I don't know if this was localised entirely within my high school or if there was a shortage of lipsticks in the early 2000s. I have furiously searched the internet for the inception of what I call crypt lips and have mostly come up empty, to be honest. In my quest to find answers, I found some possible explanations. 
Frosted lipstick was a massive craze in the 90s. Were we just being a bit more budget conscious in the millennium by slathering our lips and foundation and topping it with gloss because that's all we had? Or was it the notion that foundation or concealer can actually extend the lifetime of your lipstick when applied first? Did a girl get interrupted and not complete the final steps, thus creating an unintended movement? (laughs) I need to know. So after great research, I traced this craze back to a quaint little film clip for the family-friendly song Dirty by Christina Aguilera. (laughs) Based on my findings, I believe she is patient zero. Her makeup in this film clip consists of orange foundation, sweaty skin, (laughs) raccoon eyes and foundation lips. I looked into it and this film clip actually won awards for the best makeup and best styling. And that just baffles me. No, no it isn't so. <laughs> it's, it's so. Um, as an active participator in almost everything she wore in this clip, save for the arseless chaps, she was a key influencer on pubescent girls I'm learning. This clip really brought out my inner scrag, so much so I even had top deck hair. <laughs> I think I had that before I met you and you can thank me later. Yeah, I, I've seen it. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> so I tried to find out who the makeup artist was on, the, on that clip and the internet, for whatever reason, and cannot tell me. So based on the information I have, Christina, the blood is on your hands. You are, as far as I can tell, the one who brought the lipstick industry crashing down and created a generation of lifeless lips and photographs. And you will be tried for your crimes. We're heading to science class where Ali takes a look at beauty myths and the science behind skincare. What are we learning today? This week, I'm taking on at-home LED treatments. What are those? Like those robotic-looking masks that you see people wearing on Instagram. Ah, yeah, like all the influencers are trying to shill to me. Yeah. And those are the ones that you can buy off the shelves, but they're really different to the ones that you get in a clinic. So, like, when I go to the clinic and I pay for an LED treatment, it's a really strong light. And you've got to put on like these opaque goggles and even then you can still see the light behind it. (laughs) So it's really super strong and it's damaging to your eyes if you look into it, like the sun. It burns. (laughs) (laughs) So does that mean that at-home ones just aren't as strong then? Well, no, they can't be because you can't really sell a product that could like cause blindness. So the LED output in them is reduced and they're meant to be safe to use, but they're they're just tested for safety. Like they're not tested to know that they work essentially. So it's like, no, I won't kill you, but I won't exactly make you better either. Yeah, it's like you have to read the product. Uh, you have to read the product? Sure. <laughs> I guess it's like you've got to read the packaging, you've got to decide if it's right for you. And just because you see them on the shelves doesn't mean that they're going to work. Do you remember Neutrogena was selling like a really cheap one, like maybe last year? And then they had to recall it because it was causing retinal damage. So like people were going blind. So sometimes... It's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. So sometimes even if it does get passed, like this body that we call the Therapeutic Goods Administration, which kind of looks at safety of all of that kind of stuff, even if it does get past them, it still doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work or there's not going to be side effects. You have to be really careful in choosing one. So like if you look on Google, you can see some for like $45. And I think if I'm paying $70 to go to a clinic and lie under a light, is a $50 mask really going to be that effective? I've seen people saying that these devices really do work though. Yeah, and some people do say that and if it works for them, that's great. But I'm concerned that people kind of pick up these things and think they're going to be a miracle cure for all of their skincare issues. Even the in-clinic treatments aren't going to work for everyone. So I've done the yellow light and I've done the red light. I've done courses of both and I didn't really see a markable difference in both of them. 
There's other laser-based treatments that have worked for me, but I'm not going to pay $70 to sit under a light again. Is there any research that actually backs up the claims made by these brands? There is some research, but you have to be aware of like who is doing it and who's telling you about the results. So if a company sponsored that research or if you know, they're shilling a product at the end of it, then yeah, they have a vested interest in telling you that it does work. So basically they're like, oh yeah, this is fine. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't ask any more questions. <laughs> don't read the paper. No, it, <laughs> they do do that. And then like, if you Google it, you know, everything that comes up is like, you know, a lifestyle website that's like, I went and got this done and this is what I found. And they're always going to be really subjective. So it's always going to work differently for people who, you know, who go and get them done, but they're not necessarily replicable for everyone. So I was reading a study the other day when I was preparing for this segment about low-level light therapy that included personal examples. So the people who were, like the doctors who were writing it, put in some of their own photos of examples that, that they'd done in their research. And it concluded that the treatment could be partly effective only if you had all these conditions met, including the intensity of the light. And can that necessarily be replicated into an at-home treatment? Well, I'm a sceptic and no, I don't think that really stacks up. There are other studies that concluded that we don't really have enough evidence to say that they worked. And they pointed out that a lot of the work is industry sponsored and it's not double blind or randomised. What does double blind mean? (laughs) It's effectively like the researcher and the participant, they don't know who's receiving what treatment essentially. So then they're not looking at it through a bias lens when they go into it. So that's kind of the gold standard of scientific evidence, right? I'm like, yeah, right. (laughs) She who failed science in high school. So what's the lesson here? I would say save your money. So some of the research, like on blue light, for example, blue light's meant to be for acne. And it's found that that LED treatment is no more effective than some of the topical treatments that you'd use for acne anyway. And I think it's important to note, like in anything relating to skincare, that there's no miracle cure for your skincare issues. There's just really expensive treatments that only kind of work. Ah, just another baseless claim perpetuated by influencers. Sorry to burst your bubble, but I hope it saves you some money. I guess today is entirely responsible for my makeup addiction. I used to be a loser with no makeup skills until I met Lola. She's hands down the best in hair and everywhere. Just one of the most beautiful, talented women I know. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Sam. (laughs) Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Now, our journey together started when I walked into your old salon with a painted on balayage and a bowl cut. You saved saved me in more ways that day. Um, When did you realise that being a professional in beauty was the right path for you? Um, um, Okay, so definitely... I've or it's annoying really because I've always known what I wanted to do even as a young child um I'd always watch my mum get ready for work like every single day I'd watch her like a stalker and I'd help her pick up pick out her makeup her lipstick and I'd watch her do her hair and things like that so I guess you can say that I was inspired by my mother and then you know my teenage years I'd um experiment with my own hair I'd color it I'd cut it and you know shave off half of it and things like that and then naturally people um like friends and stuff like that they'd just be like oh could you do my hair for this could you do my hair for that um and yeah and then so I finished school in year 10 and then I just started my apprenticeship like the next day like I didn't I didn't have a break or anything like that I just straight away knew what I wanted to do and yeah yeah (laughs) it's kind of annoying 
Yeah. But that's and what so that, it started out as a self-expression for you, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's good to be able to make that your passion. I mean, a lot of people should be so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. on top of that, you've actually become a little YouTube famous. I don't know about that. I looked you up <laughs> online. Uh, one of your uploads has clocked over a million hits and the topic is removing hair dye with baking soda. What the hell? And talk us about this post <laughs> possibility. I think you're saving a lot of women out there. <laughs> one hairstyle at a time. Yeah, so, um, so with YouTube... Um, I myself am a subscriber. I'd subscribe to other channels and um, it kind of just came naturally for me. I was like, okay, well, I've got a skill set as well and I love to share and I guess it's just the inner teacher in me that wanted to come out. So I just started my own channel and the whole baking soda thing was a little trick um, I'd come across many, many, many years ago. And um, yeah, so I just, I filmed it and I uploaded it. And I guess, you know, with ISO and everything, everyone's stuck at home and looking at little DIY home remedies that are, um, you know, not going to break the bank and things like that. So I guess it was just a handy little trick for people. I guess that's kind of why it blew up, I guess. Well, yeah, we've all accidentally dyed our hair pink. I did the same thing. And then uh, I called you to fix my hair and you said, no, no. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I wish I knew about this video sooner, but um, some other poor hairdresser had to deal with it. <laughs> there are many of us. There are tens of us out there. Um, so the YouTube channel has been pretty successful. What, like, what makes you different to other people like YouTubers in Australia, do you think? Um, what makes me different? Well, I am, um, you know, I guess my experience as well, you know, a lot of, um, bloggers and things like that, it's kind of just a passion, um, that starts with a passion sort of thing. But I guess I've been in the industry for, uh, 20 years or something now. And so, um, I guess just with my experience, it's a little bit different. Um, yeah, yeah. might be one Yeah. You've seen it all. <laughs> I, I really have seen it all. So, and I love to share. So, I'm just sharing my personal experience and and my knowledge with people. So, yeah. Speaking of your experience, like you know, being a qualified senior makeup artist and and a hairstylist and colorist, um, you've been around for a little while. But how do you feel the beauty like beauty industry has changed since you first entered the game? Um, well, when I first entered the game, you know, the internet was not there. Social media was not there. YouTube was not there. So, um, we would draw a lot of inspiration from watching film clips on TV and, and movies and buying the latest Vogue magazine and things like that. Nowadays we have, you know, Instagram, we've got bloggers, we've got, um, we're getting updated on the daily consistently with new products, new techniques, um, things like that. So people are informed. We've got 13-year-olds who are teaching themselves um, incredible makeup skills and things like that and becoming, you know, TikTok sensations. So it's just a different world we're living in and it's definitely better and it's improved and it's fun, it's exciting, it's innovative and, yeah, it's just... What it should be. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, love it. And so... Are there any brands or items that you use like back in the day that you still swear by today? Like absolute old school, like must-haves? Um, yeah, probably 
So with makeup, probably my go-to would be my Ben Nye Luxury Powder, which is an old school one. It's it's a television and stage makeup brand, but I still use it for baking and stuff like that. And I always have it. It's a holy grail. It used to be a, a little secret of mine, but, you know, now it's kind of like... Death in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Every man yeah, that's right. So that's probably a staple for me in my makeup kit for sure. That's really interesting. And is there a product that you would recommend to like anyone ever? Is in like something that universally works for everyone? Does it exist? Um, in terms of makeup or hair? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> you like um, bleach. <laughs> well, uh, well, with makeup, I'm big on glossy, juicy lips. Ooh. So my favourite go-to for that would be Fenty Beauty Gloss Bomb. I, it just makes everyone's lips look big and juicy and glossy and um, works for every single skin tone. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'd say for that. Amazing. Everyone loves Fenty. Yeah. She really can do no wrong, but... Back on hair care, so lots of people are working from home and going out less. What's your number one 2020 hair care tip, apart from baking soda? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'd say, you know, if you're not going out um, and you're working from home most of the time, choose hairstyles where you can stay away from thermal styling, you know, enhance your natural texture, use products that are going to help you do that, like... um, uh, there's good air dry foam by We. Um, I love that stuff. Love it. You know, Olaplex um, number six. That's a really good leave-in styling cream for anti-frizz. It's hydrating, protects. It's vegan, colour-safe, cruelty-free. So use things to work on the condition of your hair rather than the appearance because you're not really seeing anyone. So just take the time to work on the condition. I would say I'd recommend. So 2020 is a hair rehab year. (laughs) Yes, it is. It really is. And your hair will love you for it. I found out. I thought I was taking care of my hair in ISO, but as you know, I'm always not. There's always something (laughs) that's causing chaos. And so I usually put my hair up in like a a high ponytail and I bought the silk um, little scrunchies thinking like, I'm doing so good. But what I was doing, because I was tying it up so tightly, I was breaking my hair. (gasps) So, oh. so I ended up with that little like hair horn, broken hair piece that I always get. And uh, my new hairdresser, I know she, whose name we will not mention, she said, you're tying it up too tight. You're breaking your hair off. Is that oh, a myth no. or is that truth? I mean, something broke my hair off. So I'm going to think it's that. <laughs> um, a combination of these. I mean, how usually silk is really good for the hair. So um, how tight were you? Like we so tight, I look like a chihuahua. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, definitely. So too much tension on the hair, and I guess as well, it depends on um, your hair color as well. So if your hair color is using bleach on your hair, that's already going to sort of put your hair in a sensitive category. Fragile, okay. not fragile, but you've just got to be a little bit more careful with. Um, bleached hair I would say my hair is my personality fragile (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, speaking of hair color what color is your hair right now and how are you taking care of it okay so with ISO I just completely just gave up coloring my hair I was like you know what I'm not because I'm blonde okay so the ends of my hair are blonde and my regrowth turned into 
I don't even know, it was like half a brunette. So now I was like, oh, okay, I'm kind of liking the depth. So I'd say it kind of looks like a balayage type of thing and I do minimal highlights, um, like baby highlights. So I'd say my hair is looking kind of more on the natural side. So I'm not as blonde as I usually am. I've got more of my natural colour coming through and I've just been working on the condition and using... Um, toning treatments and things like that like there's a really good purple mask by bondi boost that i use and it's got a purple toner in that so i I do that maybe once a week and i just try not to use too much heat on my hair at all so it's been a really good hair year for me when it comes to hair like condition (laughs) success story right there (laughs) so yeah i say it's been good for me for my hair. <laughs> so for hair care, what are your favourite high-end and low-end items that never fail you? Um, yeah, I'd say my favourite would be um, a good oil, like a good argan oil. I love Moroccan oil. I've been using that for years. Um, and then I'd say I use a really good hair mask at least once a week. And, um, yeah, so go for uh, just leave-in treatments and things like that. Definitely. Amazing. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise. Uh, If you want to follow Lola, you can go over to her YouTube and that's at Lola Kate uh, and Instagram as well. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Sam. Okay. I've got a game for you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm I'm hesitant. (laughs) You don't sound ready. I'm, I'm, look, hit me. Okay. The game is called is this a lipstick shade or some shit I just made up? Oh, this should be good. I feel like I'm going to be good at this. Okay, so it's you have to decide whether it's a shade of MAC lipstick or is it something that I just made up? Well, I have a few of them, so I'm feeling confident. Did you study? I did not. Okay, cool. This has sprung on me just now. All right. <laughs> uh, the first shade is Flesh Pot. Wait, is that real or fake? You have to tell me. That's, fa- that's gross. I'm going to say it's fake. No, unfortunately, that one's real. Ooh, I do, like, no, yeah. why? Fleshpot sounds like, like, I don't know, like a horror film. Unpleasant. Unpleasant. I don't want to put that on my mouth. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I failed that? Yeah, the first one. Okay. Second one <gasps> is Pax of Peach. I'm going to say that's real. It sounds real. Well, I, like, yeah, I think it is. It's not. It's um, it's a T2T. Damn, like T, okay. Yeah. Well, all right, okay. I'm learning I'm not <laughs> okay. very good at this. Open two, open two. Number three is rub my belly. Um, uh, that's some, it's a request from one of my cats, so I'm going to say no. I was looking at one of your cats when I wrote that. No, that's not real. You've <laughs> got one right. I've, I've got one right. Okay, yeah. I'm in this. I'm back in the game. I'm marking this down on my piece of paper. Okay. But you got one right. The next one is Little Buddha. Little Buddha, I'm going to say, is is one. I don't want it to be one, but I think it's one. It is one. I haven't seen the colour, but, yeah, it, that's unfortunately real. That shouldn't be. I like how, like, the ones that are real just should not be. <laughs> uh, all right, come on. Okay. Um, so double, I, got, I got that right. Yep. Yes. Double fudge. Double fudge. Mm, surreal. Yeah. I couldn't tell if you said real or surreal because it's a bit of both. It is surreal and it's real. Double fudge. Uh, I mean, you'd you think you'd want to eat it, but I don't. No, no. That's But it is real. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so I got watch that out. right. Watch out for that one. Um, the next one, knee deep in the hoopla. Um, that sounds real. I want to say that it's like trying to be like sassy and funny, but it's also a bit long, but I still think it's real. 
It's actually a line from Starships, We Built This City. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you getting this content from? I was seeing that in my head before. It sounds like if it was an OPI nail polish, it would be real. It'd be too long for the label. I should have thought of that. I should be more logical. Yeah, yeah, the lipsticks are really small, but the OPI ones are quite big, so they have, like, ridiculous names on them. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I failed. Okay. What's next? We're going a bit horse girl on the next one. Okay. Well-bred brown. That sounds real. Yeah, it is real. Long one, but it, it sounds real. It it's is actually, real. It's actually also a kind of nice colour. I was well, surprised when I looked it up. Well-bred brown. Yeah. What shade is that? Well-bred brown. Okay. It's, okay. Yeah. It's, it's brown. <laughs> it's just brown. <laughs> the next one is wakey wakey. Uh, I think it's right. I think it's right. Yeah. You think it's right? That is a lipstick shade. Are you shade. locking it in? Um, yes. <laughs> it's another tea tree tea. Fuck. <laughs> they keep getting you. <laughs> this tea is coming for me. Um, okay. Cause yeah, I was like, what would wakey wakey look like? I'm like, goddamn hot pink lipstick or something. Yellow. Ew. Okay. <laughs> Not my shade. Okay. The next one. Stepfather. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a Kat Von D lipstick. I want to say that. I mean, no, that really shouldn't be one. It shouldn't. And it's not. But you're right. It could be a KVD one. Yeah, like that whole lolly to like pushing the envelope type thing. Ugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Look, I can sleep easy knowing tonight that that is not a lipstick shade, although it might be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what, co- what colour would it be? Oh, I don't want to think about it. I don't know. I'm like, if anyone has any idea what colour Stepfather would be, please tell us. What's the colour of sin? <laughs> All right. You took so this to a place. Did I fail? I've actually got one more. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, this is for your, like, redeeming one. Okay. Biceptual. Biceptual. Yes, that's real. Yes, that is real. That was a MAC lipstick. I don't like it, though. No. They have so many problematic, like, <laughs> lipstick shade names and learning. I know, I know. Anyway, do you want another score? Okay. You've got five out of ten, so that's a pass. I suck. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, you've been listening to me lose quite fiercely. <laughs> Let's never play this game again. I can't promise that. So we don't hate all products. Sometimes we find ones that we really like. So, Sam, can you tell us about your high praise this week? I've been won over by something from Mac. (gasps) Now, Mac is such like an old school brand that I used to be obsessed with when I first like got into makeup. But with the oversaturation of products in the market, I kind of am just like, eh. After well-bred brown? After Well Bred Brown, I got some opinions. <laughs> um, I just forget how good they are sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's just, I just, it's like, I'll go back to a couple of old faithfuls, but I'm very, like, not always enthused by their launches mm-hmm. and, and they do kind of few of them. So, yes. uh, no shade. But I actually am really, really, really into this product. I saw um, an influencer called Lola Liner using it. I love her. She's bloody great. Um, so, it's a Mac strobe face glaze illuminator yep like all good (laughs) products yeah like all good products it takes a while to say it um so basically you know their strobe cream is really famous it's like a highlighting cream Mm -hmm. this is like kind of similar so it's like a different kind of texture the only way i can explain it is it makes you look like a beautiful glazed donut or dolphin Oh, it could, well, it would definitely help with dolphin <laughs> skin. Oh, my God, don't take me back to that. Um, but essentially, um, it, it, it looks like a highlighter, but I wouldn't say it's like a classic highlighter. Yeah. How I use it, I'll do, I'll mix it in with my primer. So I'll use like a more moisturizing primer, squirt them together, 
That sounds gross. <laughs> and then apply a said squirt stuff <laughs> to my face. <laughs> um, but essentially, and it's not tacky, so it kind of doesn't really dry down. Mm-hmm. So hence why it doesn't really work as a classic highlighter because you've got to, like, slap a bunch of shit on it. So I'll then put, like, foundation on, yep. carry on with the usual stuff. But it really has this gorgeous, like, golden hour, like, lit from within look that makes me look like I'm not dead. Oh, good. That's what we're all striving for. It's my damn end goal <laughs> is to look alive. Um, so I've had it for less than a week. I got it from Mecca. It's been out for ages, but it didn't come to Australia for like the longest time just to personally hurt me. Yeah. Um, and I've used it every single day and it literally just takes my makeup game to like the next level. Good for you. Good, good for, for me. It. I love a good news day when it comes to like making me look not dead. Uh, how about you? What's oh, your high praise? In a similar vein, my high praise today is actually to do with my feet. Wow, I did not see that coming. <laughs> no, you didn't because I didn't tell you what I was going to talk about. Tell me about those tootsies. So, like a lot of people, I have feet that cannot always be nice and sil- sils, silky and smooth. Right, yeah. Well, I think that it's almost, I think it's a myth. Like, I don't know anyone that has, like, perfect smooth feet. I make my boyfriend, like, massage my feet and he hates them, so you're not alone. Yeah, I would too. (laughs) But I found this product and it's from a brand called Soap and Glory, which you can get at Mecca. And I have been sleeping on Soap and Glory for years. So I recently got a few of their products. I got, like, their shower gel, which is amazing, uh, their body butter and their Heal Genius, which is this product I've been using. And, oh, my God. It has helped my feet. It's like no longer do I shudder when my foot <laughs> accidentally touches my leg oh, in bed. No. <laughs> Wait, so what does it do? I don't understand. What like what does it solve? It's got like enzymes and stuff. I think it's even got like like acids and HAs and stuff in it. And it kind of exfoliates your feet, but like not in a way that like that milky foot shit oh my where God, it falls that's off. Truly disgusting. No. Those are what my nightmares are made of. No, it's not about that. It just kind of like makes them softer over the course of like a week or so, I would say. Okay. So I was using a product from Lush beforehand, which was really beautiful, but it was just moisturizing. Was it just really smelly? <laughs> well, no, it actually didn't smell that bad. It was like peppermint because I don't know why all foot products have to smell like peppermint, but it did. Right. But this one smells, it's like kind of a fruity smell. And I just, I saw, I saw a change within a week and that is why I'm recommending it to everyone with scaly feet. Scaly feet. You're, yeah. you're coming across like a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the beauty of a podcast. No one can see my true form. <laughs> and that's been high praise. That's all for this episode of Beauty School Dropout. Head on over to our Instagram at beauty school dropout pod and give us a follow. You can also send us a message at hello at beautyschoolpod.com. Be kind, follow and subscribe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.